You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Green Party nominee for president Dr. Jill Stein is heading up efforts to hold recounts in three states, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and right here in the state of Michigan. Donald Trump won those three states by narrow margins, less than 100,000 votes total. Some election lawyers and data experts say there's reason to go back and look at the ballots to make sure they were counted correctly, although there is little chance the recounts will change the overall result. Uh, Dr. Jill Stein joins us now to talk about the recount efforts. Uh, Dr. Jill Stein, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Good yeah. to be with you, Stephen. Uh, uh, let's start with uh, your rationale for uh, asking for these recounts. Uh, a lot of people who have sort of reached out to me in the last couple of days have have equated that with uh, an impeachment of the results. In other words, that you're asking for a recount because you believe that somehow the tally came out incorrectly in the end. Uh, is, is that what your motivation is? Or is this just a question about uh, about verification of that count? You know, I think it's an answer to the widespread uh, distrust and um, cynicism, frankly, that is uh, pretty pervasive out there these days. Eighty percent of voters said they were disgusted coming out of this election. Polls show that confidence in our basic social institutions, whether it's political parties, whether it's uh, Congress, the executive, the media, um, uh, the uh, the the judiciary that confidence is really at an all time low, and I think after this very divisive election, uh, one thing that people feel good about that we can actually do right now is ensure that our votes were properly counted and that we can have confidence in the outcome of this very bitter and divisive election. The three states that we're looking into were the states that the uh, that the uh, watchdogs, the election watchdogs, say have the markings of states where you are most likely to find problems if they occurred. And at the time that we declared the recount, two of them had gone for Trump, but one of them, Michigan, uh, it wasn't clear which way it was going to go, and then it, it went to Trump. But that's not why they were picked. They were picked because they had the markings of being at risk for tampering or human error or, uh-huh. or hacking or machine error. And, you know, you say the difference um, between uh, Clinton and, uh, uh, and Trump in these three states is like nine, is 100,000 votes. In one episode alone of machine error that was discovered uh, when a recount was called back in uh, 2004 in the county uh, in which Toledo um, resides in uh-huh. Toledo, Ohio. That county did a recount because the largely African-American population felt that they weren't getting uh, a fair shake. And it turned out that, lo and behold, 90,000 votes just in that one county had not been counted because the machines were not properly calibrated. Mm. And this is not an isolated incident. This is something that we find over and over again. So given that we're using these machines that are very subject to uh, everything from errors to malfeasance, uh, you know, and in states where the margins were razor thin, uh, this is a really great time for us to say, okay, let's make sure. And going forward, uh, 
this should be routine. You should not have to raise millions of dollars and jump through all kinds of administrative hoops in order for voters to actually have confidence in our vote. We should get rid of the very error-prone electronic machines. We should be voting on paper ballots. They can be counted through the scanners, but we must have audits, automatic audits, to be sure that what these machines are turning out is actually consistent with what the paper ballots say. Right. And then we should have automatic recounts when races now are now when you say vote. So now when you say we should vote on paper ballots, I mean, I vote here in the city of Detroit. I do vote on a, on a paper ballot. I make marks and, you know, almost the way I would if I were taking the SAT, you know, in bubbles. Right. Uh, right. And then a machine reads that. Uh, yeah. that, that vote. When you well, say paper ballot, what you really mean is... No, that, no. I, this, is, this is what we should have, right. but we should also have uh, automatic audits. So that 90,000 votes that got lost in Toledo, Ohio, were done in exactly the same way. The, scanners, the machines did not read them correctly. Is what that's you're right. And yeah. so you're saying that, that it's, not not just, uncommon. it's not just that we should have a paper ballot, but that uh, they should be counted... Uh, uh, by by human beings rather than machines is, is well. Where you're you know, arguing. there's a lot of debate out there as to whether they should be they should be counted by human beings ideally. But the uh, opinion of the election integrity movements, the people who watchdog this stuff, most of them seem to feel that um, having audits provides a cross check, so that you can still count them with the scanners. But you have to do the audits when you do an audit. You know, you take a certain portion uh, of the total vote, and you actually uh, count a certain percentage of that total vote by hand. Right. And then you you compare. Just compare it. The sure. findings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so talk about what you expect. I mean, listening to you, it it sounds as though you suspect there is a possibility, at least, that the count here in Michigan is not right. There is a possibility. You know, and. And, you know, in part, Michigan has this very high level of um, undervotes, that is, uh, blank ballots for 84,000, right? Uh, that, yes. that there was no There was no presidential choice uh, that registered on those. Exactly. And this was quite an unusual number. This was kind of breaking the records, just blowing through the roof. And that may be a tip-off. That can be a red flag that there's been either machine error or, in some cases, tampering. The issue of hacking has been raised because... There was a lot of hacking going on in this election into state databases, into the Democratic Party database, into private emails. And, you know, you don't have to implicate foreign actors. This can be, you know, uh, people right here as well. It's not hard to do, and these machines are wide open to those kinds of problems. So, you know, in this modern age, uh, it's not too much to ask that we should have uh, systems that are safeguarded and that means getting rid of the so-called touchscreen machines, uh, which are a real setup. Um, and it means doing the uh, the audit, the paper ballot, and the audit, the, yeah. the audit of the paper ballot. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's not yeah. rocket science how to deal with this. Yeah. And I uh, think it. Let me ask you about something uh, that we discussed yesterday on the program. Rana Romney McDaniel, who is the chair of the Michigan Republican Party, was a guest here and said uh, that her objection to the recount is the amount of money uh, that it will cost and, of course, the amount of time it will take. Uh, we have to have our votes you know, certified finally in time for our electors to go and cast their ballots 
uh, in Washington, uh, there's there's concern among people, uh, whether that's uh, you know uh, legitimate or or cynical, that um, that the money and the time are arguments against this recount. Talk about why you think those do, or, or perhaps not uh, they haven't persuaded you to to do otherwise. Yes, um, because the fee that we pay up front. I think it's something like a million dollars or close to that in Michigan. It's $3.5 million in Wisconsin. I mean, think of it from the voters' point of view, you know, because taxpayers are also voters, and how you vote has an awful lot to do with what your tax burden is and how it's being spent, you know. So if you want your taxes to be spent wisely, we need to have a voting system that actually responds to us that is not uh, subject to you know, to malfeasance uh, and error. So, you know, most of that cost, if not all of it, should be handled by the fee. And if some of it is not, you know, democracy is not free. Uh, If we want our tax dollars to be well spent, we better be darn sure that we, the voters, have control over that. Yeah. So uh, what about the time? Uh, So the time, I'm told by all the election experts that this is not an issue, that actually the hand counts are faster than the machine counts, in fact, because you don't have to set up the machines and program them, and that this should proceed expeditiously. The election department in Michigan wisely said that uh, they intend to hit the ground running and that they will begin uh, later this week. We have hundreds of volunteers. But that's assuming that there won't be a legal delay, right? I mean, there's there's a possibility that the recount could be challenged uh, by by any number of people, I guess, and and that would of course push this push this later. You know, let's cross that bridge if if we come to it. I think it's really important that the recount go forward. You know, this is not something that we should have to gin up each time there are concerns about uh, the election system. This should be automatic. It should be built in. We should have audits. And when there are very close races, we should have recounts. And we should, you know, you don't go into surgery, you know, and have an operation done without there being real assurances that uh, it's going to be done correctly, where you've got uh, safety, uh, safety nets and quality assurance, or you don't get into an airplane without that either. We deserve to have uh, a safety net and quality assurance when we go into the voting booths. Democracy depends on it. And let me just say, this isn't, this isn't the only thing that we need to do to restore faith in our democracy. We need to be sure that everyone who uh, you know is a citizen has a right to vote. And right now, people are being stripped of their right to vote uh, through voter ID, through um, these uh, interstate cross-check laws, we need to make sure that everybody has a constitutional right to vote. We need to have open debates so that we know who our choices are and we can make informed choices and we know what the real issues are, unlike in this election where we really didn't hear a debate about, you know, this massive military budget and these wars for oil that are, that are raking us over the coals, not making us safer but making us less safe. We didn't hear a real debate about a student debt that's locked an entire generation you know, into predatory debt that they can't get out of. Mm-hmm. So we need open debates, and we need to get rid of this, uh, this corporate um, uh, commission on presidential debates, which is basically controlled by the Democratic and Republican parties. And finally, we need a voting system where we can actually bring our values 
into the voting booth instead of voting your fears, we need to be able to vote our vision and our values. In this race, it was no secret. Most people were voting against the candidate they hate the most or they fear the most. <laughs> yeah, no, that does not a democracy make. So there's a lot we need to It's not a great check. situation. Yeah. No, uh, Dr. Jill Stein, uh, Green Party nominee for president, thank you very much for great. joining us on Detroit Today. Great to be with you. And people can go to jill2016.com slash recount to find out more and to support this very important citizen effort. Over 140,000 uh, small donors are making this happen. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you so much. All right. Up next, we're going to talk about what a recount really looks like. There was one here in the city of Detroit uh, in 2005. We'll talk with someone who was in the room when it happened. Stay with us on Detroit Today. Detroit Today.